Burt Breer, your friend on NBC Sports Boston, the pregame last weekend, Greg. Something jumped out at me that that Burt said. Said that teams that have been doing the due diligence on Belichick, thinking of maybe bringing him in, they believe that there's going to have to be a checks and balances. They do not believe that Belichick is going to be the guy to run the entire program. And, and I have a couple of questions off of what Bert said. Number one, do you think Belichick will get full power if he goes elsewhere? Good question. Um, I think that I think that somebody ultimately will give him that. Um, you know, I'm sure you know he'll sweet talk him with you know my you know personnel guy. You know he. he Yes, he's going to be under me and I'm going to have final say, but, you know, he's largely going to be in charge of, you know, picking the personnel. I think somebody at the end of the day will give Bill that. Um, the other question, which you're probably about to ask is, should he get that? I, <laughs> I don't think he should at all. Nope. I would never do that. I would never um, agree to that here. It's it, I it. I think that Bill Belichick, in terms of game planning, knowing what the Patriots need to do to win that game against that opponent that week, I still think he's on top of his game. I think he's one of the best in the league at that. The problem with the Patriots and where they have fallen to, it's all personnel. It's all because of Bill's, his attitude towards personnel, his his attitude towards offensive personnel, his attitude towards... You know, he'd rather have, you know, fi- uh, 48 good, solid football players that follow directions than take risks on, you know, upper upper level guys. And so uh, I I would never agree to that if I was in if I was an owner of an NFL team. But I do think somebody will do that. Just they they'll be so desperate for the legitimacy, the name the momentum that bringing in a Bill Bill Belichick, you know, I I think somebody will do that. See, if I'm somebody else too, I think of it like this. Okay. Belichick having more on his plate at this point in time in his life, his in-game decision-making has not been great either. And I think we have seen that slide a little bit over the past couple of years. So if I'm bringing Bill in, I want to put less on his plate. I want him fully functioning, fully focused, fully thinking about the operation. Like game day execution has not been sharp. Fourth down decisions have not been sharp. We've seen that, right? So I would want Bill to be fully focused on that and say, hey, man, like delegate more. And as far as the front office, we're going to put somebody else in charge of that area. Now, here's another question I have for you. If Belichick, because we know these conversations are happening. They're already happening. This is not like uh, the the season ends and then all of a sudden there's a rush of phone calls. Trust me, these things are being discussed in some circles. Not not saying Belichick's picking up the phone and having conversations, but teams are doing due diligence and all that stuff, as Bert said. If Belichick figures out rather quickly after this season ends that he's not going to get the power that he wants, he's not going to have that autonomy, do you think that makes him more open to the idea of staying here in New England, saying to himself, you know what? If I'm not going to get that power elsewhere, Robert wants to take the personnel from me, but I might as well just stay here where I'm comfortable and, and let this contract run out and just go through 2024 if if Robert is okay with that. So 
We'll get to that in a second, but I, I just wanted to go back to something that you said about Bill, you know, uh, you know, sort of saving Bill from himself and, and putting him in position where, you know, he's just coaching. He's just worried about that. He's not worrying about X, Y, and Z. That's where I have a little trepidation, even though I, you know, I, I did say that I feel, still think Bill Belichick, the game planner, is uh, at the top of the game. I think he's I think he's near the top in the league. One thing that, you know, your points brought up to me was, you know, in training camp, like I was watching Bill and and remember, you know, when when McDaniels was here, McDaniels almost exclusively handled all things offense. And, you know, it sort of allowed Bill to do other things and the, the things that you talked about. And I thought like Bill O'Brien, while I knew he wasn't going to have the cachet with Belichick that McDaniels did, um, you know, I did think that 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 was going to be a bonus. And we talked about it that, you know, watching him at training camp, it just seemed like, you know, he was, he was back to like, you know, throwing different scenarios at the offense and defense. And, and, you know, he was back to like cooking up stuff. And I was excited about that for the team. And, you know, that just hasn't come to fruition, which it it gives me trepidation about like, you know, exactly where is Bill as a, you know, in-game coach, like he used to be the best. I don't know if he is anymore. If if this is taking some, if this is allowing him to float between offense, defense, and special teams this season, you know what does that say about where he is? Um, you know the the scenario that you lay out. I I agree with you. I think that at the end of the day, could we get in a situation where Bill looks and and you know he's talking back channels to other teams about what might things look like, and somebody's not ready to give him you know, either the power and or the money or both that he's expecting. I, I do think that makes it more likely that he's back and that he, and, and this is something that we were going to talk about. And we might as well talk about it now is, you know, I've been told by people close to bill that when it comes time that when he talks to Robert, Bill's going to go in on the offensive, he is going to have a game plan. He's going to have an end game in mind, whether that's, you know, that could be as you're outlining right now, that could be, I want to stay here, but I'm going to cook the books to where, how I want it. Um, but give Robert the illusion that we're changing things or I'm putting craft in a corner. So he has to fire me and I get to do what I want to do. You know, he has, he has to pay me all that stuff. Um, so I do think that it, it's in the realm of possibility. I think it's a good possibility that Bill goes into that meeting with Robert and Robert says, okay, so Bill, what are we going to do? You know, how do we get here? How do we get out of this? Do you want to be here? That sort of thing. And Bill's like, Bill goes in, you know, Robert, I've thought about it a lot. I've, I've realized a lot this season. You know, I messed up the coaching staff last year. I messed it up a little bit this year, you know, but really the personnel thing, it hasn't worked out. I realized that this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put X in charge, but it's somebody who's affiliated with Bill, that Bill knows he's going to acquiesce to everything that Bill wants. He's going to give Bill the type of player that he wants. He's, you know, he's going to be in lockstep and, and he might be like, that guy reports to you, Robert, but Bill really knows that guy's really going to report to him. Like he's, he's going to report or he's going to propose some sort of sham arrangement like that, that makes it that he thinks it makes it palatable for Robert to keep him and that it saves face that he can announce these are the structural changes that we're bringing to the New England Patriots. The head coach and the GM are going to report to me. They're going to operate separately, but together and all that bull crap. Yeah, I do. 
I do think that's a possibility. And I think it'll be interesting to see what kind of market, what information Bill gets before the end of the season that'll shape that meeting with Robert Kraft and ultimately what happens here. You know, I've been looking for the best deal on Celtics tickets. And with over 28 million downloads, SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app. There are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeek, including concerts, sports festivals, and more. With the NFL, NBA, and NHL seasons of full swing, you don't want to miss out. SeatGeek has your tickets to every game. Plus, artists like Travis Scott are on tour. They put all the tickets across the web in one place to make sure you're getting a good deal. Each ticket is rated on a scale of 1 to 10, so look for the green dots. Green means good and red means bad. Every ticket is backed by their buyer guarantee, and SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of the event with swaps. So as you know, I always come through for you guys. You can use my code DREAMERSPRO for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with promo code DREAMERSPRO. Make sure you check the link in the description to download the app. The only thing as we talk about this idea of how this break will happen if it does happen, Ian Rappaport over the weekend, and I appreciate Tom Curran's work, and I appreciate Ian's work, uh, I was a little confused by the semantics games that were being played over the last week yeah. or so about whether it was a firm decision or a soft decision or a, whatever the hell kind of, I, I just, I didn't quite get it, get it, but let's just say in that report, Ian Rappaport says that there's going to be a period of evaluation. And that stood out to me. I wonder, mm-hmm. because we've, we've, we've talked about this, Greg, and everybody's talked about this, but how would it happen? And, and who has the leverage, and would Belichick force Kraft's hand? Could Kraft trade Belichick? I do wonder if if Gerard Mayo, and we'll get into him in a little bit, but if Gerard Mayo is the succession plan still to this day, does that allow Kraft to drag his feet with Belichick? Does that allow Kraft to say, hey, Bill, look, you're under contract through 2024. I want you as the head coach. We're going to bring somebody else from the outside in as far as a personnel guy. You coach the football team. That's the offer. You want to stay? That's what you do. Belichick pushes back. Kraft waits it out. So, okay, fine. Because then Belichick, he's missing all of these opportunities that are out there, right? All these other jobs are drying up. And people might say, well, Nick, you know, that would that would limit the field for the Patriots. Uh, 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 uh. Not if Kraft wants Mayo. Kraft has, if Kraft wants Mayo, that could be the ace in the pocket. He could say, Bill, take your time because I already have your, your successor. I I already know who's going to be the guy. So head coach or nothing. And if you want to go elsewhere, I'll be willing to work that out. We either work a trade for you or you're staying here as the head coach, or you can sit out a year. I think that's, the period of evaluation, Greg, makes me wonder if Kraft is going to slow play this, thinking I've got Mayo in the back pocket, even the GM side of it. I've got Elliot Wolf. I've got guys in that front office that can take over. They've been doing all the homework anyway. If you know, if if Kraft really wants to keep this, Bill O'Brien, Gerard Mayo, and he's okay with somebody in the front office just being promoted, Kraft could make this pretty difficult for Belichick to give in and say all right, just just trade me and get me the hell out of here. Yeah, 
Um, he could. I'm just getting. I'm getting like a popsicle headache, like thinking of this. And like you know, I, this whole like evaluation period thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, the bottom line is, it's just it's ridiculous. It's either you want Bill Belichick to be your coach or you don't. And like, you know, you're going to you're going to go through power struggles and, and you know, I, I, it is the behind the scenes there right now, not just with ownership, but on the coaching staff and the front office. It is a bit like Game of Thrones there. Yeah. Um, right now, there's a there's there's a lot going on behind the scenes. And by the way, I I teased my friend uh, Seth Wickersham this week. I texted him. I was like, all right. So when's your Belichick bomb? gonna drop because <laughs> and he just sort of like he played dumb he kind of gave me a shrug i know he i don't know this for a fact but you know knowing seth and van Natta and espn and how they like to do things there's no way seth has to finish it off he has to i think he's already had like two sort of bombshell patriots pieces um you know i think one off of uh you know spygate uh, and sort of the ramifications of that, of course, the Brady Belichick dynamic, and then he's got to finish it off. If this is the end of Belichick, like he, I fully expect a Seth Wickersham bomb that will explain a lot of things and a lot of the a lot of the 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 mechanisms, the Game of Thrones stuff that's going on behind the scenes. I fully expect it probably the week of the final game that that he'll drop it. So I just wanted to say that because it was just occurred to me the other day. Uh, but you know. Like, I don't want the games to be played. Like, it's either it's either you want Bill or you don't. And if you don't want him, just say, all right, you know, you're firing him. But, you know, flowery con- uh, press release, whatever. You know, we're, we've decided to mutually part ways. We wish Bill Belichick the best of luck. He's the best there ever was. He'll, have a, he'll always have a home here. Can't wait to, you know, unveil the statue of him and have a Bill Belichick day down the road. Um, but the Patriots are going in another direction. Like I evaluation period. And Ian talking about like, this may take longer than expected. Like, yes, Nick, you're absolutely right to read it as the crafts are laying the groundwork for a leverage game, a power struggle, that sort of thing. And I just, to me, that would be a humongous mistake. This This team, this franchise needs to move on as quickly as possible because of what's happened in the last five years. It's time for a fresh start. Get going, get going in the other direction. If this is dragging out until the senior bowl and crap like that, no, come on, get on with it. So visit fanduel.com slash Boston. And make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 
1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit GAMBLINGHELPLINEMA.ORG or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.